Welcome to the Crescent Podcast. I'm Leanne. This podcast is an extension of my personal philosophy and commitment to continual growth in all areas of life. I firmly believe that optimal health comes from addressing all areas of us as human beings, physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual health. Through expert interviews, I hope to both inspire and enable you to create sustained change in your own life. Thank you so much for tuning in and enjoy. Happy Wednesday. Happy spring, everybody. I'm so excited for spring. I always get so enthusiastic with every change of season, but there really is something so uplifting and awakening about springtime. I think it I posted on socials this week that not only do I use the new year as time to tune in, to assess, to pivot if necessary, I really love using the seasons as those other moments throughout the year for those check-ins. For me, just one check-in a year at the new year really isn't enough. And so I love to be able to every three, four months have a good check-in of how are things going? What isn't working? What is working? What's been good? What have been some of the hard points over the last few months? And are there any positive pivots that I maybe need to implement here? Because I find this, I don't know about you, I find this so often with myself, the intentions I set at the beginning of the year, sometimes as I get into the year, I realize, you know what, this isn't aligned anymore, or now that I'm really in the thick of this thing, I'm realizing that I need to shift my approach. And so being a lot more fluid with what my intentions were and how those are actually going to play out has helped me then be able to recognize when I do need to pivot and make those adjustments so much quicker. So there you go. That's my little pep talk (laughs) on my seasonal tune-ins. But this week is week two of the money series that I am working through with myself through Evox. And this week, the subtopic of this money series was this limiting belief or this feeling that money is scary. And so that was really my starting point for this Evox session is that I have this deep, deep feeling in my heart, almost like a phobia of money is scary. And so what I wanted to see if I could pick apart in this Evox session is why? What is my subconscious holding on to related to money? Where does this fear come from? What is it really afraid of? It's so interesting because there's a variety of different ways I'm starting to see our subconscious can communicate with us, particularly in evoc sessions. Sometimes it's just really strong feelings that are surfacing in the mind. Sometimes it's very vivid imagery that almost like a dream, you're seeing this scene unfold in front of you and you know it's not a memory, you know it's not something that actually happened but it's very vivid and real and tangible. And then another way is by the subconscious bringing up memories, usually memories that we've forgotten or a memory that we've thought about and we're aware of, but all of a sudden, for some reason, as it comes up in the Evox session, we're looking at it from a completely different lens and maybe feelings that we felt during that experience are surfacing that we were never aware of. 
And so at the start of this session, I was just thinking about, okay, money is scary. What's going on here? And for me, the first thing my subconscious released was a feeling. And that feeling was just this ickiness, like, ugh, I don't want to think about this. I don't want to talk about it. Just a pit in my stomach related to money. And then I had this phrase sort of flash through my mind and it was, I'll be found out. And that sounds so silly saying it, but what really started to come up throughout the session was that this fear of money, that's all I had been able to identify up to this point is I have a fear of money. But what came out of that, right, as soon as the thought crossed my mind, I'll be found out, I got inquisitive. Okay, what am I afraid I'll be found out for? And the next thought that came up was debt. I'm afraid I'll be found out that I have debt. And so realizing really that the fear I had, and I'll use past tense because I really think this session helped me clear it so much, was not just towards money in general, but really a fear of debt. And so in getting curious about where this fear of debt came from, what came up were a lot of memories from childhood, hearing different conversations my parents had about debt, hearing their perspective on debt, also the the church's perspective on debt, again, the church that I was a part of specifically. There was just so much negative messaging around debt and I don't think that's necessarily right or wrong, right? I don't think anyone was trying to traumatize me with their conversations about debt, but I happened to internalize these conversations in a very, very serious way that gave me this deep fear. But in going a little bit deeper with it, yes, there was a lot of negative verbiage around debt that made me feel like it's shameful to have. And I think that really came more from the religious circles we were a part of, that debt was really tied to shame. And so I think that's why maybe that thought crossed through my head of, I don't want anyone to know I have debt because it's shameful. But I think I had already been aware of that feeling, you know, when I would think about debt, because I have student loans, I have loans I've taken out to start my business. So absolutely, I have debt and I have felt a great deal of shame around that. And I have been aware of that, but I maybe haven't connected it so deeply that I actually have a fear of debt. And the big epiphany for me in this session was that I realized a limiting belief I had was that I'm afraid that if you have debt, once you have it, you'll never be able to get rid of it. And I think I can trace at least part of this back to remembering conversations my mom would have because through so many different series of events, her loans from her doctorate chiropractic program she was unable to pay those off for many, many, many years. And I just remember it was always this emotional burden of, oh my God, this debt is still here. I'm still paying it off. It's such, it just kind of like, it's just this burden. Even though we were financially doing well, it was just kind of, I think I got the sense that it was something that would never go away. 
So that was a really big epiphany for me that maybe one of the reasons I have such a fear of debt and I disassociate when it comes to debt is because there has been this lingering subconscious belief that as soon as you have debt, it's going to be with you forever. You'll never be able to get rid of it. And so the the next natural thought in my mind is, well, I do have debt. So does that mean that I'm stuck with this forever? And feeling a little bit of hopelessness with that. So one of the things I asked myself in the session is just, can I start to let these beliefs go? I'm never trying to force myself or anyone to get to a place before their subconscious is ready to get there. So it usually starts with questions. Am I ready to let this go? If not, what do I need to let this go? And so in asking myself that, I just took a deep breath and felt like I could release some of these beliefs and telling myself the opposite of those things, which is it's not shameful to have debt. You're not a bad person because you have debt and you can Get rid of your debt. Debt is not permanent. Something I thought was so interesting is in observing how this has played out in patterns in my life, I saw how this intense fear of money and more specifically now debt has led me to patterns of avoidance and dissociation in relation to debt. And I think something happened when I first incurred a little bit of debt. I'm so grateful and lucky to have been able to get through my undergraduate without any debt, but in doing my master's program, I did need to take out loans to pay for that program. And that was really the first time in my life that I ever had debt that was truly my own. (laughs) And I just kind of was able to see that in taking on that first amount of debt, I think I felt really, really trapped. Again, it makes so much more sense now realizing that I felt trapped because my subconscious had this belief that once you have debt, it's going to stay with you forever. And the way that I kind of described it in my mind during the session was like a debt magnet. Like I just, I've got pulled in and I'm attached to it and I'll never be able to break this magnetic pull now that I'm in it. But those patterns of avoidance and disassociation, dissociation, disassociation, I'm not sure which one it is. I need to look that up, but I think you get the point. Those patterns actually then started to perpetuate the problem, right? Because I'm so, I have debt, I'm so afraid of what this means, I feel so shameful about it that I don't want to think about it or talk about it or look at it, which then can perpetuate the problem even more, leading to almost this case of self-fulfilling prophecy where I'm so afraid of debt, I'm so afraid that I'm going to have debt forever that I then avoid it and disassociate and don't look at it, which then maybe gets me into even more debt. (laughs) So I think it can become a really vicious cycle. Thankfully, I like... In doing this session, what became so clear to me was like, Leanne, you really do not need to be so afraid of this. First of all, you're really not in that much debt. Like, so you have some loans from a graduate degree. Okay. It's not the end of the world. You can release that. So the Evox helped me, helped my subconscious realize you're not in as deep of a hole as you think you are. You can relax. This isn't as scary as you think it is. But I think 
this self-fulfilling prophecy aspect of it is something that is mirrored in so many different ways for many of my clients and for many of us, whether it's with money or relationships, when we have a fear that's in our subconscious that's creating certain patterns, so often the patterns created from that deep, deep fear actually lead us to do or manifest the exact thing that we're so afraid of is going to happen. I think the really key denominator there is the patterns of avoidance and dissociation because I know that that is how so, so many of us, it's a protective mechanism. That's how so many of our subconsciouses have learned to protect themselves. And so for me, avoidance and dissociation tends to be like my subconscious's go-to protective mechanism. And in this instance in particular, that dissociation led to really a self-fulfilling prophecy of, I'm afraid of having debt, so I'm avoiding it. Now I'm actually having more debt than if I had just like faced it. And my point in this is that that can happen with relationships. For example, my parents got divorced. I'm so afraid the same thing is going to happen to me that I just sort of dissociate from relationships in general and maybe end up getting in a relationship that's not right for me and getting divorced. So it's a pattern that I think can play out in so many different ways. And I think the question there is if you're noticing either patterns of self-sabotage or this sort of self-fulfilling prophecy happening where the exact thing you were afraid of happening is happening in your life, what I would say is there might be a disconnect between the subconscious and the conscious and there might be some deeper fears lingering in the background that are causing patterns maybe of dissociation or avoidance that are then creating exactly the thing you're so afraid of. I like to say, just get curious. If you, if through listening to this podcast, you maybe do start to see certain patterns in your life, it doesn't mean you need to force yourself to get to a place where you start to sift through them. It can start with curiosity. That first step can be simply curiosity or simply observation. I'm observing this. Oh, that's interesting. Maybe I'm gonna write that down. I don't know what it means. And I'm not even sure if I'm ready to start digging into it deeper, but I'm starting to see these patterns. And it is totally okay to hang out in that place of curiosity and observation for a while until you're ready to go to whatever that next step is. So I mentioned this last time, but what I want to start doing at the end of each of these Evox episodes is make sure I'm just summarizing basically the key points I got from it, which is, what experiences contributed to this fear? What were the suppressed emotions? What limiting beliefs were identified? How did those limiting beliefs play out in patterns in my life? And what is the new story I'm trying to tell my subconscious? And so in this instance in particular with the fear of money, fear of debt, the experiences I think that played into this the most were my parents' attitudes towards debt, my parents' student loans that kind of felt like they were hanging over their heads, and then really my church's messaging on debt. The suppressed emotions that came up during the session were 
definitely fear, shame, as I mentioned, but also panic. I realized that when I would think about debt, I would start to feel so truly panicked. And I think that relates back to this feeling of like, I'm sucked into this magnet that I'll never be able to get out of. And that would give me just such a sense of panic of like, oh my God, I'll I'll never get out of this. The limiting beliefs that became really clear to me were first, debt is shameful. Debt is a burden, and once you have debt, you will never be able to get rid of it. How did these limiting beliefs play out in patterns in my life? Really, at its root, this fear of debt led me to completely disassociate from money altogether, from wanting to check in with my finances, from wanting to talk about finances, from wanting to learn about finances, which I think has actually perpetuated the problem a little bit. And then lastly, what is the new story I'm telling my subconscious? And it's it's really the exact opposite of all of those limiting beliefs. It's I don't need to be afraid of debt. Debt isn't shameful. I can pay down my debt and I can master money. I'm so looking forward to the end of this six-week series to really observe how my patterns have shifted just over these last six weeks. I'm also so eager to share with you a podcast interview that I just had this week with a finance coach talking about money archetypes and money wounds from childhood and how she really works with clients to heal those deeper money wounds to help her clients find financial empowerment to be able to then live their most fulfilled aligned lives possible. It was such an amazing interview. I know you guys are going to absolutely love that. So that will be coming out within the next few weeks. And I'll have another Evox episode coming towards you guys on Friday. 